0: Again, we were talking about the Aaron Rodgers comments basically calling on Packer Nation to get drunk on I, I Sunday. love it. I love it. I mean, look it's not you, like we need any extra motivation, but apparently I guess Aaron Rodgers it, thinks it, we do. It doesn't, but it doesn't hurt to come from the most recognizable player in the game, right? I mean, for for Rodgers to whether they need it or not, I just I'm always a fan of knowing your audience, right? Like yeah. we, we we wouldn't, you know, we do the zone blitz pregame bash and there there are other pregame shows, they're not as good. But they'll be on there, and they'll be breaking down the X's and O's, and they'll and we're be, throwing footballs at them. Right, and, and, and you know you got to know your audience. <laughs> you do. Our, we 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 take shots on the and R pregame show and try and attack the other pregame shows successfully. It's the same thing, you know, it's the same thing with Aaron Rodgers here. You know, he 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 knows where we have of the twenty drunkest cities on the planet, twelve of them are in the state of Wisconsin. Yep. He knows that there's been very a very cerebral. He knows there's been a call that Lambeau Field isn't as ruckus as it maybe used to be. He knows that places like Seattle and New Orleans and Kansas City, Minnesota have true home field advantages. So what does he say? Well, there's a lot of people that like to drink in this state. Uh let's see. The crowd hasn't been that ramped up as of late. Uh let me connect the dots. Getting drunk, being loud, uh, yep, let's do that on Sunday before the Redskins game.
1: You know, I love it! Well, they've been trying to figure out something to get the crowd more ramped up uh, ever since preseason, right? Because they tried the SS, what was it, the SS, the SS Lam- Green Bay, Green Bay yeah. with that fog horn that started like a loud, wet fart. I'm glad they didn't do that anymore. And then they started flicking the lights on and off for night games when they scored touchdowns. That's I don't know how exciting that is when you're flicking the lights on and off. It kind of annoyed me when I was a kid. You know, in school when you were too loud and the teacher got mad at you, and <laughs> start flicking the lights on and off, that always just kind of annoyed me. But I love the fact that Rogers is out there saying, all right, let's start chugging lineys, let's start chugging PBR, let's start chugging Miller Lite, let's start chugging whatever it is that you drink because when you drink more, you do get louder. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers knows his audience, like you were saying, Joey.
0: I think it's great. And like I said, you know, I, I give him credit for trying – uh clearly uh and I my, think he's
1: trying to make up too for right. his beer chugging and or lack thereof beer again, chugging I, I
0: put this uh Twitter poll out at Action Zone Radio. Uh does Aaron Rodgers calling on Packers Nation to get drunk before Sunday's game make you feel better about his poor beer chugging performance? Uh right now sixty percent of you saying yes. Uh like our buddy the King RX tweets me and says they showed Steve Austin the video. What? And he was disappointed. But stone uh, if there's a better beer chugger on planet Earth than Stone Cold okay. Steve Austin, that's not fair to no, no, put Aaron no, no, Rodgers yeah. up against. Let Steve Let me Austin. ask
1: you though, Stone Cold Steve Austin, can he really chug a mean beer? Because when you watch him in his videos, not a lot of that beer's actually. The beer chug. never goes in his mouth. Yeah. It's all over his clothes
0: and on the mat. Some of it goes in his mouth. I think he drinks some of it, but I don't think he's drinking a ton of it. I you go watch the
1: Stone Cold clip when he brings out the two yes, beers, though. Yes, of course. The Texas rattlesnake—that beer misses a lot of his
2: mouth. I I agree. I don't, I don't know that Just that
0: is. Just saying. Uh, Conrad, welcome
2: to the Joe and Evo show. Dude, Evo, you better watch out. Stone Cold could probably tear your head off and drink you. You can't hurt steel, <laughs>
1: Conrad. Come on, oh, brother. Oh,
2: okay, okay. <laughs> well, hey, you know what? This is all about timing, you know, because here's the deal. We don't need a bunch of Packer fans getting so inebriated by, like, 10 o'clock in the morning that they don't even know what's going on to even know if they're loud or not. You got and And I say more uh, – More mixed drinks during like maybe eleven to one. Maybe that'll get them. uh, You know, maybe they're just they're they're sipping on their brewskis too much. It's getting cold out. Conrad, if they're drinking mixed drinks, they're going to be way more inebriated than a beer. Yeah, but it's about timing because isn't it like you know right when you get right when you start throwing them down, it's exciting. And then before you know it, you know, maybe at four o'clock, the time take a
0: nap. Yeah, yeah, but Conrad, can you really get drunk? I've had this debate all the time. Can you really get drunk on beer? I mean, how many yes. beers? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm
2: trying to say. Yeah, but you like, get
0: like the giggly, happy, drunk. When you get mixed, you get mean, right? If you, you turn it well, people like I'll the rowdy some, character. In Lambo
2: Field, let's get some mean
1: going. The rowdy character comes out just off of beer. Nelson wants to fight everyone. He's just a stone cold killer once saying, you get two beers in him.
0: When people get Jack and Cole them, they get mean, Conrad. When you get seven rum and cokes in you, you get mean. You get four or five Miller Lights in you, you giggle. Yeah, you just got to pee a lot. Well, well, well exactly.
2: then what's going to cause more noise, giggling or being mean? Uh, I don't know. Uh, well, we I don't, don't want know. Packer fan on Packer we fan violence. Yeah, we don't want Packer. No, it's like, I mean, no. And I don't think, you know, I've been up to Lambeau Field. Everyone is having such a good time. I don't know. It, it would be so hard to, like, you know, I guess they need to provoke the crowd more. If he wants noise while the, uh, when, while the opposing offense is on the field, if that's what he wants, then, then Lambeau field and the people that are running the stadium need to do more to promote. How do we get them? How do we get the noise to get up there? Maybe you pay more people, like, instead of like selling hot dogs in the, in like out in the, in the stands, pay someone to be like, you know, get up everybody, you know, start making some noise, like pay some people to make noise. I don't
0: Freaking no. Well, Wait, well, they, Conrad, you. they pay thank people to shovel. Thank you, Conrad. Yeah, maybe we could pay people to get drunk. It's not a uh, it's not a you right,
1: know. if that's the case, I will like to apply want, right to now. I will apply job. for that job.
0: Uh all right. It is uh we got the Amon Green Show coming up. It is Friday, so that means we got uh this guy right here. You just made the list! Oh uh we got three nominees. Let's go in order. Uh starting with the weekend and the battle for Paul Bunyan's axe, the battle. Uh, for the Big Ten Championship game and the battle for the Big Ten West unless your name is P.J. Fleck. Because even though the Badgers won the game and won it handily and are representing the Big Ten West (laughs) in the Big Ten Championship game, P.J. Fleck took to the podium after the game and said, we have nothing to be ashamed of because we are still... Big Ten West champions. Somebody asked, well, didn't Wisconsin win the game? He said, yes, but we have the same record. So he's doing his Uh, best, Scott Frost. He's going to try and sell to go for nation that even though Wisconsin (laughs) won the game by three touchdowns, it really was more like six touchdowns in the second half. P.J. Fleck is going to try and sell to go for nation that Minnesota is co-Big Ten West champions.
1: P.J.'s got to check his math on that one and whatnot.
0: So, P.J. Fleck, this has been a long time overdue, but guess what, my man?
1: You just made the list! Oh
0: the boat I, sunk. Here's another guy who's long overdue. I don't know how these dudes are dodging D-Bag nominations. It's finally good that we got them. Uh, Paul Feinbaum, SEC, ESPN apologist. Look, I get it. The ESPN owns the SEC network. ESPN owns the rights to college football playoffs. So, of course, you want the SEC to be represented but, I mean, look, Paul Feinbaum, you don't have to always firmly have your lips planted on Nick Saban's two butt cheeks. True. Like, Alabama isn't good this year, whether it was the Tua injury, whether the time has finally run out on Saban and everybody, everything is cyclical and maybe the run of dominance is over. Alabama is not a good team this year. They beat no ranked teams. The two ranked teams they played, they lost, and they they gave up 98 points. To the two ranked teams they lost. They have no business even being considered for the college football playoff. Yet Paul Feinbaum said that Alabama is more deserving than Utah. For what? For the college football playoff. Why, though? Because. Who have they? Not It's rhetorical. Who have they beat? Who have they beat? Not one ranked team. Eastern or Western Carolina coast yeah. or whatever the hell it was. So, Paul Feinbaum, again, I get it. It's your job, but do And Nelly, that was really... your D-bag nomination. Yeah, because he's a huge D-bag. Yeah, <laughs> a... And I can't st- – just looking at him makes me mad. What's he look like? He looks like a cross between a little
3: rat and a chihuahua dog. Mm,
0: tough scene. So, Paul Feinbaum, congratulations.
3: You just made the list!
0: <laughs> and last but not least, the game Wednesday night in Detroit. Uh, first time the Bucks and Pistons have played since that beatdown in the opening round of the NBA playoffs. And apparently Detroit hasn't gotten over it because every single chance the Pistons had, specifically Blake Griffin, to take a shot at Giannis, the Pistons and Griffin took it. It got to the high water mark when he did the step over
4: that yeah, is for no the, the
0: biggest sign of disrespect. I can't wait to Twice. hear Ramon Green's take on that if a, if a player stepped over him while he was laying on the turf like Blake Griffin tried to do. They were basically daring Giannis to fight all night, and Giannis took the high road, which is why he's even greater already than he is. Uh, so, Blake Griffin, you, you were thought that you maybe were going to be Giannis when you were drafted. I don't know if this is you're not Giannis, and you're realizing he's better than you, That's or is. you're just a pretender team and the Bucks are contenders. But Blake Griffin, congratulations. You just made the list. Yes, indeed. Ah! So there it is PJ Fleck, Paul Feinbaum, and Blake Griffin. Go get it at Zone Madison. Voting underway on Twitter yes, at Zone Madison. 608 321 1670. Kyle, welcome to the Joan Ebo Show.
5: Hey, morning, boys. What's up, What's up Kyle? Kyle? So to pump up Lambeau Field, they need uh they need a uh, area red like the coal center. They need to uh, hire a DJ to really pump up the crowd. That would be great. Cool. I like that. When you go to the coal center, I mean even if the atmosphere is kind of uh gruesome, like it has been a little <laughs> bit this year, but uh, that that DJ man, she she does a hell of a job and really keeps you involved. Yeah, she's awesome, man. Hey, she hey, she knows
0: how to spin. Kyle, can you get drunk and loud on beer? Oh absolutely. Uh, totally, Kyle. Okay. No doubt about it. Yes, sir. In fact, I'm gonna do put that, that one today. Put, thank you, Kyle. Put that Thanks, on a poll. a, that weekend, on a bowl? Can you get Can you get it's drunk and a, rowdy? Yes, and a I want to find out. Then I'll, you know, I want to know how big the number is. I don't know that. You, I mean, look, I love what Aaron Rodgers doing. He says, drink lineys, drink PBR, drink Miller Lite. I'm just saying, do you think if you drink a few lineys or PBRs before the game, you're gonna get to the rowdy level that we need, or like Conrad said? <laughs> They need to be firing up like Jack and Cokes so before the game. Simple,
1: just can you get drunk and rowdy off beer? Yeah, that'll win it. Ele- it'll okay. be like ninety-nine
0: percent. yes. I don't think it will be, but okay. You I'll may have-
2: own the two highest foals ever.
0: Oh, Leonard's yeah. laser beams! Leonard's
2: laser beams, and now this.
0: Okay, last
1: time you wrote Leonard's laser beams, the Badgers lost. Don't bring it up again. I don't
0: think it's going to get past eighty percent on this one, but I'll be inter- I'll, I'll be interested to find out. We'll ask him on Green if he thinks getting beer can get you rowdy in uh, Lambo, and uh, the Packers being a huge favorite on Sunday. Any worry there? You're 608-321-1670. Welcome. <laughs> Mike, welcome to the Joe and Ebo show.
6: Good morning. Good morning, i Oh,
4: he's back. Yeah, there you go. Say hi. I heard him through the speaker.
6: Hey, great. Uh, great to talk to you. Uh, I just want to say uh, I, I'm hoping that the Badgers could, uh, knock off the Ohio State guys. I mean, do you think it's possible?
1: Um, well, the breaking news right now: AJ Taylor is now oh, out for the rest that. of the season. AJ Taylor oh. out. So that's a blow to the offense right there. But Mike, is it possible? Hell yeah, it's possible.
6: Yeah, it is. I mean, is I is it I, probable? I don't
0: know, but... If
6: Illinois yeah, I, beat
3: Wisconsin, I was going to say Mike to Nelson's got the
0: point of the day. Wisconsin lost as a thirty-two point favorite. They're only a sixteen point favorite. Is Ohio State? That's half. Of course, Wisconsin yeah. can win, Mike. Wisconsin by two,
3: book it.
6: <laughs> there you go. Well, anyway, guys, I gotta okay. And you know, if you guys are up in Wisconsin, there, you know, I'm am a huge Packer fan, but I I am uh, the rest is all Chicago for me. I'm oh, I, I like the Blackhawks and, and the White Sox and stuff, guys. But oh, yeah. you know what? But I gotta tell you, you guys, the Bucks, man, they are. Uh, you know, I gotta laugh at this because I watch ESPN. And I watch these guys. I mean, none of these clowns give the Bucks any credit. It's, they have their guys.
0: lips, Mike, sewn hermetically to LeBron
6: James buttocks. Yep. It's unbelievable, Absolutely, you guys. And you better believe that the, that I, I think the league is fixed. And I and I think they're gonna look. Look, LeBron, LeBron traveled the other night. Oh my Saturday God! I know. Little, come on, man! How do you not call that? And I, I'm telling you guys, this is all about money and everything. But anyway, bigger picture here, guys. Let's let's look at the playoffs for the Packers, okay? This is a scenario that scares me, I, and I, buddy, all my friends are Bear fans, of course, and we're at the bar watching the game last night. I'm like, settle down, guys. You guys, the Bears beat a crappy team, and uh, but but they're giving you know Mitch Stink all this credit, and uh, you know I think he's he's a below average quarterback. But you guys, the only thing that concerns me a little bit is they are coming with some momentum, and they go up to Lambeau next Sunday. Uh, you guys think there's? Uh, I mean, uh, the Packers have to basically beat. The Bears and the Vikings, because if the Vikings win out, um, you know, the Packers could still end up being a wild card, which would really suck. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the, the Bears, I don't know. I just, I scare the way Well, here's playing. the thing,
0: Mike, what the Bears, you, you, if you're a Packer fan, which I think you are, the best thing that could ever have happened to the Packers happened last night, because the Bears beating the Cowboys, even though they don't have a shot they beat the Vikings earlier in the season. they play the Vikings in two weeks if they the Bears even though they don't have a shot they if they think they can go in and into Minnesota and win, the Packers will by default win the NFC North. I still think that all the Packers have to do is beat the Redskins, the Lions and the Bears and the Packers are going to win the division but uh, the Bears by winning last night, because uh, they're not a threat to the Packers, they're only a game behind, you know, the Vikings, and they would have the tiebreak. So let the Bears and Vikings beat the crap out of each other, and the Packers can, you know, pick up the division.
6: Yeah, but if the Bears beat the Packers next Sunday, that's a whole different ball correct. Game that then. would
0: that would be correct. That I'm I'm basing that on the Packers beating the Bears next. Like,
1: who who would you take, Mitch Trubisky or, in your case, Mitch Stinkbisky, or Aaron <laughs> Rodgers?
6: Well, of course, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, you guys, real quick. Uh, I remember I told you guys that I knew someone that works as a massage therapist yeah. for the for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Okay, I told you guys a few months ago that Aaron, that Aaron Rodgers stated that if they won a championship, he said he told this woman that he would hang it up because he wants to walk away healthy and out on top. Now yeah. there was an article in ESPN. They interviewed him, and he said he sees the 18th hole around the bend. Yeah, yep. he sees it coming. I'm telling you guys that what I said was true. Uh, and it, I think it's very possible that he will hang it up. And if I were him, I would, too. Because i got to ask Amon. Amon, you're still there, right? Yes. Okay, Amon, you know Brett Favre. I love the guy. I met him personally. I think the guy's one of the best people on the face of the earth. I mean, he's got a heart of gold. He's, he's a down-to-earth, blue-collar man. Uh, he's got some cognitive issues from taking those hits. Would you blame... Uh, Aaron Rodgers, if he hung it up, if they did win this year and he says, I'm retiring after this year, would you would you would you discredit Aaron Rodgers if he did walk away?
4: No, I would not. I mean, for a guy, for any player, any sport, really, because especially football, I say hockey, rugby internationally is contact sports. And for guys to make that decision like Andrew Luck earlier this year, you got to take their hats off him because they're putting themselves first and their family first. Because when we get out of the game, you know, I got I was done at 33, which was now almost 10 years ago. Now I'm 42 now, and I got my kids are growing up in college, and then soon in the next five to 10 years, I know I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a grandfather. And so to be around and be functioning normal for that type of stuff is what you know I I don't know where Aaron's at in the in the daddy department, but in terms of family and thinking ahead, of, you think about those things. You want to be full functional. Do things with your kids, with your grandkids, and stuff like that, and you want to have everything up up top. Yeah. Do I you say feel normal? Do you
1: ha- have any lasting effects or lasting injuries or anything? You've like, did your body hurt or anything from your playing days? Oh,
4: body aches, but I take care of it. Like yeah. I was just talking like, about, he's, 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 he's good good. At, look at him, you know? well, yoked. I say mentally, no, I got stuff going on in my head. You know, I've, I've met with uh doctors, I've met with psychologists, where I'm, you know, I don't talk about it a whole lot, but I, I I'm I go through things. Yeah, yeah. because of what I. What I, what type of player I was? I was a physical player, and I wouldn't say I'm paying for it. I knew what I was getting into. Sure. Um. So I'm. I gotta make sure, just like I took care of my body. I gotta make sure I take care of that side of it.
1: How know? could you ever fault someone for you know they're playing a game for our entertainment, essentially? You know. Right. Right. And,
4: and I knew that coming in. You know, I think but, Mike.
0: Uh, thanks for the phone call, thanks, Mike. Mike. I think you'll see if he doesn't retire this year. The, the the clue, Mike, will be when do they draft a quarterback? And some people look. I saw a mock draft that has the Packers taking two off yeah, I saw at that. number thirty. So I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but the, the clue, Mike, to the Aaron Rodgers mortality in Green Bay will be when they draft a quarterback in the first, second, or third round. If that happens this year, then I think you're you on to something. Then I think Green Bay feels like the end is near. If they don't, th- then I don't think Rodgers is close if to they, being done yet. If
1: they do take Tua, uh, harder for Wisconsin Knights to pronounce. Giannis Adendokounmpo
0: <laughs> or Tua Tagovaiola? Great future Twitter poll. Uh, Tom, welcome to the Joan Ebo Show.
3: Hey, it's an honor to get on with Amon. Is on. Uh, I just want to mention Amon. I'm 66, and I got stuff going on in my head, too, all the time.
0: Uh, t- Tom, I had stuff going on when I came out of the womb, so Amon's way tougher than I am.
3: There you go. Listen, I just wanted to mention that it looks like we got a catcher for them Brewers, and I'm yeah. not going go to the four outs. So I never doubted
0: Stearns, did you, Tom? I knew exactly what he was doing on Monday well, when he let the whole team walk.
3: I'm I'm pretty impressed that he uh, got a guy who's like second, I believe, in for catchers in hitting, mm-hmm. and. Uh, so I think it's a long ball thing. You know how I like about small ball, but still, I think we're really talking about building up something that's going to get further than we were. So we were only four outs away last time. What the hell? Oh,
0: Tom, did you see that wild only card game else, last Tom. year? Yeah, I did. Bottom of the eighth inning, two outs, and they're beating the Nationals who won the World Series. I've never seen anything like that. They were four <laughs> outs away. I believe the Brewers would have been in the World Series.
3: Nice. I hope we never see. <laughs> See you, Tommy.
0: <laughs> uh, thank you, Tom. I appreciate that. All right, 608-321-1670. Again, we got our uh, handicap for the stars. Raphael, uh, coming up, you guys – ooh, maybe not. I shouldn't what? have said – I spoke too soon. Nelson said this would be the second biggest route of a Twitter poll, the biggest being my Leonard's Laser Beams uh, nickname for the Badger defense. I thought it would have
1: been two, but I guess we were wrong. Yeah. Well,
0: I just hit refresh because at one point it was uh, – that what we were talking about is – Aaron Rodgers, if you missed it, we've been playing it in our sports flashes all morning, is basically calling on Packer Nation to get drunk uh, before the game on Sunday. But he's he's using beer. Rodgers said, drink a lot of Lineys, PBR, and Miller Lite. Well done to hit all the major beer sponsors in Wisconsin, Aaron Rodgers. But he's looking for money. And I say, <laughs> it may be. Uh, and I said, can you get drunk and rowdy off beer? You guys said this would be the biggest runaway Twitter poll since Leonard's laser beams, and it's it's certainly a big majority for yes, but it's not a yes, big runaway, but it's seventy four percent right now. Seventy four. Per- Mine says seventy seven. Oh, did I need to hit refresh? Yeah. Uh, uh, so hang on here. The f- yeah, 77, 23, so the yeah seventy seven twenty three. So can you
1: get drunk and rowdy off of beer? Yes, seventy seven percent. Knutson, a resident booze hound, tweets in and he says, "This, <laughs> this, is, this is a is co- good. This is a questionable. Yeah. This is a questionable question co- coming from you guys." Does nobody remember the Brewers bus trip? as a lot of beer. Here's the thing: we don't remember the Brewers okay, bus trip.
0: But here's one thing, Knudsen. Yes, I think beer played a major factor in that day. I think an underrated part of that day was Ebo with the snuck in bottle of Fireball whiskey yeah, that nobody I knew was in fireball, coming. Fireball, and then you I, don't mix beer and Fireball whiskey. Well, Knutson. also my
1: downfall, like Biggie, was having a margarita. The margarita is what I put me about over that. the limit. Yeah,
0: we had margaritas. Oh, man. Yeah, you see, that's the thing, Canute. So we were oh. all mixing drinks that day. You can't put it all on the beer. And by the way, that was Carbon Four, which is a very heavy, good beer. That's that's well, craft beer and it's fine. They have heavy beers. They yeah. Have, but um, it's craft beer. It's craft beer. It's better beer. It gets beers. you going a little right. bit more. What I'm trying to say is it's a better brand of beer. So I don't know that you can get, uh, but I didn't specify what beer. So, yeah. I suppose you could get rowdy on enough beer. Bro. I just think it's difficult. I think it's extremely Hang on difficult. A second. All right, I think you brought up the quintessential point, Evo, during the break on this beer discussion. Uh, welcome back in, Joe and Evo Show. We'll get to our handicapper the stars, Raphael, here in just a moment. Now, obviously, I, I guess I didn't explain it maybe properly on the Twitter poll on the can you get drunk and rowdy on beer. Obviously, your body, alcohol, is consumed by your body and processed by your body, where there is a blood alcohol content. So clearly, if you drink enough beer, based on your weight, based on your, you know, what you've had to eat, sleep, you're going to, you can be legally yeah, drunk. Of course. So I, I wasn't saying from a legally drunk status. Yes, obviously, if you drink thirty beers. You're probably going to have a blood alcohol content, which puts you legally drunk. I'm saying, what does it take? I think three Rodgers put you
1: legally drunk, maybe two.
0: Aaron Rodgers wants people rowdy on Sunday. I'm saying, does consuming a few beers not get you legally drunk? Does it get you ruckus? You had an interesting take. uh,
1: Jack, UW Go Big Red, says you can get drunk off beer, but you can only get rowdy on hard liquor. There's two different levels of drunkenness. I, I know people that can drink liquor nonstop and be fine. What? And Ooh, then people I want to hang meet them. Well, you'll drink you'll hear party with any booze sound, and, but I know people that those same people that can drink liquor, nothing happens to them. But they'll drink beer, and all of a sudden they get crazy, and vice versa. Depends on the person.
0: Uh, 608-321-1670. I mean, I think what we're just going to have to do is run an experiment tomorrow at Tailgaters, and that's, you know, I've got a ride. No,
1: no, we have to run it at Lambeau Field because it's for the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Well, but why
0: can't we do it for the Badgers tomorrow, too? Do you it's really a... want Rowdy coming out? one We're, no, was...
1: <laughs>
0: we're going to do it someday at Lambeau. Yeah, I we're doing back. it at Lambeau. Our handicap of the stars, Raphael. Hey, Raphael, I may have put that rowdy test uh, out in Vegas a few times. By the way, I'll be in your fair city, Raphael, two weeks from today. I don't know if you're going to be stateside, but I will be in Viva Las Vegas two
3: weeks from today. Ooh, what are you going to be? In, what are you doing in my backyard?
0: I will be at Thunder the... Down Under is there. <laughs> uh, of
3: course. What was I thinking?
0: Well, okay, it's Thunder Down Under and the Las Vegas Holiday Invitational. It's an eighty-team wrestling tournament at the South Point Casino and Convention Center that I'll be uh, working at. So I'll actually be there for wrestling. And Thunder Down Under is a great bonus, bonus that I can go see that at the uh, at Camelot.
3: Uh, if, you want to, if you want to see Thunder Down Under and guys wrestling, that's a great weekend for you.
0: I just set myself right up for that. God damn it. <laughs> hey, Raph, what's up, man? <laughs> what's
3: going on, guys? All
0: right, Raphael, start with this before we get into both games. We put a Twitter poll up today because it's almost symmetry on both teams, right? Wisconsin, huge underdog. Green Bay, huge favorites. They're almost identical numbers. Do you like playing big dogs or big favorites from a gambling perspective?
3: It all depends on who you're playing. Now, Green Bay, you don't even need to be drunk and rowdy for that game. You're playing the Redskins. I mean, I know the Redskins are still mathematically in the winning division, but come on, you should be able to beat them by 21-plus points. If you don't win by three touchdowns or more, you should deserve a half a loss in your win-and-loss column. But uh, Wisconsin, Ohio State, Ohio State's the number one team in the country for a reason.
1: Raphael, do you think that Wisconsin could cover this spread, though, because it is at a neutral site? There's not weather like there was last time? And maybe, you know, Ohio State isn't – they're already beat up on Wisconsin. Maybe they're not as motivated, I
3: would say. You're right. You're right on the motivation, but at the same time, I think a lot of these teams are going to be looking for style points to try to get their seeding in the final, in the top four of the playoffs. We we all know if John if they stop Jonathan Taylor, it could be a very very long night. If they can't stop Jonathan Taylor, because there's going to be no weather, boy, Ohio State fans will be popping tums like Tic Tacs because it will be a close game. It all depends on how Taylor goes. The first drive for Wisconsin is going to dictate how the game is going to go. If Taylor can get off and maybe get some first downs and get the defense uh, some rest for Wisconsin, nail-biter. If they shut down Taylor really quickly and they're punting right away, it could be a very, very long night for the Badgers.
0: Uh, visiting with our buddy Raphael, uh, VSI Doc Sports and my bookie. Uh, Raphael, is there anything you can glean from the game two years ago? Um, you know, Ohio State got out to a big lead. Wisconsin came up roaring back in the second half, actually had the ball, for the winning drive came up about 30 yards short in the final seconds. I mean, obviously a lot of turnover of players, um, hell even a turnover and coach with urban Meyer, but is there anything you take when you're handicapping
3: this game tomorrow from what happened in this game two years ago? Oh yeah. Cause you like you said, there was no weather is going to be involved. We could see the exact same type of game two years ago. And I can guarantee you every odds maker and every bookmaker and every LSU fan are badger fans for this game. Uh, so it, it's going to be very interesting. And again, I hate to beat this, uh, beat a dead horse. It all depends on what Jonathan Taylor can do uh, against Ohio State's defense.
0: All right. Give me the, uh, before we get into the Packers, give me the big picture then on the weekend uh, for the college football playoff. You know, we actually have Paul Feinbaum up for one of our, I know you love our D bag of the week. Raphael for saying that Alabama with two losses would be more deserving than saying an, an, a Utah or Oklahoma. I mean, I mean, is, is it as simple as, you know, Ohio state, LSU Clemson, and then you flip a coin between, you know, the pac 12 and, and big 12 for that final spot
3: for TV ratings and for money. Yeah. Alabama needs to be there. Cause I've talked to so many people like, Oh, it's going to be weird watching with no Alabama, but if you're looking for great football and maybe players you've never heard of, yes, let's get Wisconsin in there, let's get Oklahoma, let's get Baylor, let's get Utah in there. So it can go both ways. I can see the TV aspect. Who really wanted to watch Utah uh, uh, play in this? They get bad ratings on their home games as it is. So I, I see both ways, but I love the parody. so I would love to see a Utah, Baylor, Oklahoma team get in there.
0: Uh, before I get uh, your Packer pick, if uh, folks want to follow you uh, on Twitter, I see you're always putting. Uh, people think YouTube isn't the thing anymore, Raphael. You got to see, you're putting out videos every day, man, on picks.
3: Yeah, I've been doing some videos and stuff like that. Uh, I just released uh, 23 Star Wars betting props, which Forbes magazine is going to do an article on me next week with all my betting props that I did, so you can look at that under under Forbes magazine. Raphael, what's the juiciest? You know me, I'm trying to put up as much crazy, and I'll be putting up new uh, New Japan wrestling odds this weekend.
1: (laughs) Raphael, what's the juiciest Star Wars bet you got for Rise of Skywalker?
3: How many times were Kylo Ren be shirtless uh, in
1: the movie? <laughs> uh, well, I just watched, my wife finally watched the Last Jedi, and she was like, Why is Kylo Ren shirtless in this movie? I'm like, That's a great question. Do you have any baby Yoda bets?
3: Yes. Will Baby Yoda appear in the Rise of Skywalker, which he's not, because if you look at the Star Wars timeline, I can't believe I just said that on the radio. I'm a complete thorn.
1: No, I said it, too. If you
3: look at the timeline, uh, he's he's not as little. If he goes in the movie, he'd be like a teenager Yoda. Yeah, so well, Baby,
1: Baby, Yoda. Baby Yoda's timeline is
0: right after Return of the Jedi. Correct.
3: Yeah. Oh, we just both sound like dorks. And he's radio.
0: 50 years old. How can he be a baby when you're 50? Well, that's, I, I, we, it's funny because we had Amon Green here. he's a huge star. I, I literally, Raphael asked the same question. I had a question on, I know it's not Yoda, but I still had a question on the timeline because when Yoda was dying at revenge or, or return of the Jedi, he said he was 900. I just don't know how the, the aging of a, of a Yoda works, but I'll, I'll, I'll,
3: it's the Mork and Mindy timeline. man. when Mork yeah. and Mindy had
0: a baby? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, Packers, Redskins. I've actually seen this number going down. Money coming in on the Redskins.
3: Does that surprise you? Yeah, those are the people who have problem gambling. They deserve problem <laughs> gambling cards in that 1-800 <laughs> number. Green <Game coughs> Bay blows <Game coughs> blow them out.
0: Yes, no doubt. Well, I thought Ebo, who's out of the—Nelson Ebo and I, the one who gambles the least, made the best point of the morning. He said, how is this any different than last week? in new york and the packers covered this bet
3: handily. I I couldn't agree more. I, I mean, they Green Bay could have probably won by another touchdown last week, but they probably could split the pet off the metal. This week I, they're at home. They want to give the home fans some love. Blow this team out. The, the Redskins are horrible. I have a 34 to 14 final.
0: Uh thank you. Real quick out about a minute left, Raf, anything else on the uh, the conference championship board or the NFL board you're watching this weekend? Uh, tonight's game.
3: Give me the Ducks plus the points of Oregon. Are you yeah. telling find a
0: field goal? Let's go, Ducks. Quack, quack, quack,
3: <laughs> quack, quack,
0: I do like Oregon uh, plus the points tonight. Hey, Raphael, uh, thank you. I enjoy those Star Wars prop bets. We'll do it again next week, brother. Go, baby Yoda. Take.
3: Take it easy, guys. Have a great weekend.
0: There he yeah, is, man. Raphael. You can follow him on Twitter at VSI Doc Sports. He has full Star Wars prop bets. He has pro wrestling In prop Japan. bets, and uh, there is a thousand prop bets for Badgers, Ohio State, tomorrow night. So if you want action uh, on the game, uh, it is incredible uh, to jump on my bookie and VSI Doc Sports right now. <laughs> So our Badger Insider joins us now. Are you going to uh, sit in the sound lounge, have a uh, have a breakfast bowl, and uh, hang out for the Amon Green Show next Friday? I mean, I might as well. I'll be here. You're going to be. I mean, it's right. It's 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 right down the hall. No class.
1: No school.
7: Not on Fridays. Beautiful. Damn it! Uh, Come on.
0: (laughs) Oh. Well,
7: we'll let him eat his (laughs) cinnamon roll. We'll
0: talk the Big Ten Championship game. (laughs) Uh, Let's start with the breaking news: AJ Taylor out. Taylor's large. I can do everything. how big a loss is that? Obviously, Quintus Cephas has emerged as the number one here the last few weeks, but Taylor's still a big piece of the passing game. How big a loss is that for tomorrow night?
7: Well, I mean, that's your main guy for your jet sweep. Uh, that's the the guy who's been gaining the yards when you're running it for the most part. And then, I mean, Danny Davis is I like maybe the secondary guy. Um, yeah, I mean, you lose a guy like that, and you almost lose a play that you use. Uh, I'd say that's a pretty big hit. Uh you can put Shank in there. Uh, just as long as you ask him not to try to hand the ball off, I think we're okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, if it's a direct snap and he just goes, I'm okay with it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you, always, if you lose a contributor from the season like that, you're you're going to take a bit of a hit.
0: All right. Some people, RJ, certainly the the players. I've seen this a lot in the media and, and some of the you know the the insiders. I've heard this on our roundtable from a couple of the ex Badgers have argued that it was that Ohio State game that kind of turned the season around. That you look after that 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 was you know they, they hit the rock bottom back to back Illinois Ohio State and and then they started playing. Do you buy that or is it does that line up? to your argument because you had Purdue, you had, you know, yes, I was decent, but you got them at home. You had Minnesota, but did you really buy into them or were they paper tigers or do you put some stock into? No, that that woke this team up because if you buy that argument, then I think this could be a competitive game tomorrow.
7: I I buy into it. You got a little bit of momentum going here. Uh yeah, I I still think everybody thinks uh Minnesota's record is inflated because of who they played. I mean, you almost had three non-conference losses, but they found a way to win them. Uh, You played the weakest schedule in the Big Ten, Uh, maybe. Uh, I mean, your crossover opponents were all losing records, I think? Thirds. Yeah.
0: Well, let me ask you, do do you think, had you played Ohio State on September 21st when you played Michigan or on October 12th when you played Michigan State, and you were 6-0 and ranked 12th in the country, or six in the country. Are we saying those, that would have been a home game then? No, it's, we let's still say it's, we're State. still at Ohio State. We're still at Ohio State. Do you still think that game's 38-7? Because that's when Wisconsin was rolling, right? Are they play they, they could do no wrong the first month of the season. Do you think the result would have been any different if they had played Ohio State earlier in the season when everything was going right? They
7: probably had a better chance. I think if we saw the play calling from the Michigan and Michigan State games, we would have seen a better game out of Wisconsin.
1: Well, what about the play calling from you saw in the Minnesota game for Wisconsin moving forward in the Big Ten Championship game?
7: Pretty much the same style of play calling, the aggressive play calling. But instead, in that Ohio State game, you consciously made the decision to run the same offense that barely worked against Northwestern, uh, failed miserably against Illinois, and, you know, uh, I <sighs> You just limited yourself because well, for whatever the ball reason seventeen times right. So he was ten I don't, of seventeen with one touchdown. I don't know yards. if they were protecting him or whatnot, but we've seen him be able to make those throws. Now, if you have to put another guy in to protect and have a tight end and running back be your protect, you know, I don't know what to tell you there. But uh, maybe Ohio State's just too good defensively. I don't think so Uh, because, I mean, other teams have put points up on them.
0: So Junior in there uh, had a take earlier in the week that he said the way to win this game is to turn it into a track meet and turn, you know, Quintez Cifas loose like you did against Minnesota and just throw it all over the yard, and then you get Jonathan Taylor going and try to make it 38-35. Do you buy that, or do you say, no, this is still Wisconsin, it's defense and running the football, and the only way to win this game is to somehow slow down Dobbins and Fields, establish, dominate the line of scrimmage, and win 17-13 tomorrow night. Which of those two scenarios is better for Wisconsin to win?
2: Um,
7: I think it's not either of those scenarios. Whoa.
0: It's going number
7: three. Yeah. I didn't know there was a number a three. Because the there's plan. two styles of play Wisconsin has. They can keep it mid-range scoring by getting to the outside, both passing in the flats and spreading the field out and opening up the middle. And then there's the Wisconsin who just runs up the middle and totally ignores <laughs> the outsides, you know, the flats, the the deep, and all that. So if they bring that game plan we saw where, yeah, they put it on Michigan. They put it on Michigan State. Uh, they put it on Minnesota. If we see that game plan and, I mean, still in this day and age, I don't think you can call scoring 35 points like a track meet. I think that's still a mid range kind of score there, where you have teams that put up sixty and lose sixty to fifty eight, you know? There's those kind of games. Um, but I think if Wisconsin can open up their style like they did against Michigan, Michigan State, Minnesota, and just have that defense tempt Jack Cohn to beat them. He can. We totally it. can. And well, you know that
1: one touchdown pass he threw against Ohio State, wasn't that the A.J. Taylor?
7: Yeah, but I'm still thinking that was... But the quintess is still, the truth, I'm dude. still thinking that ball somehow, like... Started. I don't, yeah, yeah. I still that, think that was, that was a weird like weird. That, that, that's
0: that's, that's the Seinfeld magic, Lugi. Yeah, uh, that, that Lugi turned turn right sideways. The JFK and then. ball. You see the
7: movie <laughs> JFK? And Kevin Costner. Down
0: and to the left. <laughs> um,
7: but yeah, that that ball. I have no clue how it got there. It didn't look right. Um, but I'll take the touchdown. Because Cone's but, that good. And he could be, <laughs> maybe that's let, just let the boy throw. It's like the gyro ball. Uh, <laughs> yeah, What's like his face used to throw? Yeah, um, turns out that was a myth, though. Yeah, crazy how a ball can't break twice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I um, mean,
7: so look, I mean, look at
1: the Ohio State though. Is Chase Young? Can one player? Because he's the best player in the nation, right? Like Chase Young is he's that guy.
7: Pretty darn good. And can one player like that f- affect so much for the defense to stop Wisconsin? Well, I mean, Wisconsin outthought themselves and just put a tight end on him. So, I mean, you have to at least chip him. Uh, he destroyed Wisconsin. Yeah. And I think they were getting too cute with it. They were trying to focus too much. On- RJ, why don't
0: you take strength on strength? I know he's a center. Just pull the all-Big Ten, all-American <laughs> Take Biotich and say, yo, I'm going to be in the NFL next year. Chase You're Young, so are NFL. you. I'll play my ass at left tackle tomorrow night. Let's see what you got, Chase Young. Why don't we put Biotich out at left tackle? Let's go, RJ. Strength on strength.
7: I don't know if I want... Yeah, I don't know next the center in there then. <laughs> I mean that that's just the...
1: spitballing no, know, here, RJ. How about this? How about the... this, RJ? <laughs> you just don't put one tight end on no, right? him. No, absolutely not.
7: You get tackle and a little instead. help, get a chip, so uh he can you slow him off the ball, uh move a blocker over, there you go. You have basically two guys on him then, and then uh have a running back chip him uh if you're on a pass play there. So, you know, it there's a lot of stuff in there that you can do and who knows. Maybe Wisconsin during that game was just feeling Ohio State out.
1: Well, think about it. They, they just came off to a loss to Illinois. Right. You're probably feeling bad about yourself. And then you got to go play against probably the best team in the college football. Mm-hmm. Now you have Wisconsin riding, what, a four-game win streak? And yep. the confidence is riding high, just how you handled Minnesota uh,
7: on the road. Now you've got Ohio State in a neutral field right. and you, without the weather. You look at the first half of that game. Wisconsin's defense did a pretty darn good job yeah. of limiting Ohio State. Yeah, there were a couple uh, scenarios where uh, a snap was fumbled and you know they lost yardage that way. But guess what? There was still a Wisconsin guy there to make sure he okay. didn't pick that up. And was it ten nothing at halftime? Right. Is so, that game?
0: Is this? Are these two teams more accurately represented by the ten seven score five minutes into the third quarter or the thirty eight seven game that ended? What what's a more Accurate representation of Wisconsin-Ohio State.
7: I think it's the 10-7 score for the sole reason that you didn't see any adjustments out of Wisconsin's offense in that game in the second half. And, you know, some people could say that's more reflective of it then. But no, like other games, we've seen the coaching staff make those adjustments. Minnesota, we saw them come out and make those adjustments in the second half. Now, I'm not saying Minnesota's defense is on the same par with Ohio State's. It's not. Not a lot of teams are, but they made the adjustments. This coaching staff can make the adjustments. This team has the ability to make those adjustments and execute them in the game. So as I'm looking at it, that first half where the defense was just attacking and forcing things to happen, like they were, yeah, I mean, Dobbins was getting some chunks, but still he wasn't dominating the game, and that didn't happen until, you know, the defense spent 20 of the 30 final minutes of the game on the field, um, so I, I really feel the first half is more indicative of what we're going to see tomorrow night.
0: All right, uh, before I get your game day prediction, we have uh, Ken Sterling from CBS Sports. He covers uh, IU basketball coming up here in our next segment. So give me RJ's Badger basketball tape because I'm ready to join these guys on Mount Notice and throw in the towel. But, RJ, the only thing keeping me in this thing is Greg Guard's first year because we are literally at the exact same point where we were four years ago when Bull Ryan stunningly quit. Guard gets the interim job. Floundering, one and four in Big Ten, nine and nine. The NIT would have been a miracle at that point. There I started the ill-conceived hashtag Badgers nice. to NIT campaign. <laughs> they end up beating four top ten teams in the country. Starting in January, they they get to a five seed, make the Sweet Sixteen, blow an eight point lead in the final minute of that game. Otherwise, it, it would have been the Elite Eight, one freaking game away from the Final Four. So while I'm more tend to side with Ebo and Nelson like this is a disaster my only thing where I'm not jumping in with him yet is history do I have any chance of being proven right again
7: well <laughs> i i mean i think well in a basketball game i could shoot 9% from three point line dude um it's not a good winning combination there what are um, they from? Th- what are they from? Three like the last three games was like seven and fifty-two. Some like eh, they some were. They were like twenty-four percent la- uh, last game, weren't they? Well, the game before that, they shot seven point one percent. It wasn't good. Um, but, RJ, who is who? Right now, it's just does Nate Reavers. Know he's like
1: six ten, six eleven, and can like bang down low. Does you, he know you that? You have
7: guys who are missing open shots. It's not good. Well, that was same as the last half of last year, though. Yeah, I, I there's nothing. When the whole team goes cold, you're not going to win games. Think of like right now, the that has whole returned, team is cold. It's not really coaching because you're seeing the Badgers create the Nelson, open shots.
1: Nelson, do you remember Heilprint talking to us yesterday about how many college basketball teams there were?
7: Yeah, and it was 300 like 300, and roughly 350. Yeah.
1: 350, and the Badgers were what nationally for three-point shooting? 289. Hey,
0: 200 That's impressive. I can't believe there's 60 teams that's worse. So Nelson said. Holy I can't God. believe there's
1: 60 teams worse How, how that. is that possible? <laughs> but... No, uh, they are. They are but they're all blind schools.
0: It's Sister Mary hey, School. By, by the way, when I used to wrestle for Memorial, big duel meet every year with the the, the Deaf and Blind School. So oh, yeah? may, may the, maybe
1: uh, the they one down mask. in Janesville was so yeah. Joe's yeah. only win that year. <laughs> wow, that's oh, big, wow. wow. That's why he transferred to B- maybe <laughs> that's maybe Wisconsin still playing
7: my old wrestling schedule <laughs> or something. Sorry, but I you know, had to. I mean, if they sh- start making those open shots and they're getting them, they're creating them. It's just everybody's scared right now. They're all afraid of missing, so they make the extra pass that turns into a, well, we directed everybody away from you. They're now over on the guy you just passed it back to. What do you think is going to happen? A contested shot. Someone needs to step up. Yeah, absolutely. And It should be Pritzel. It should be be Davison. Like I heard you guys talking earlier, adding Micah Potter to this team isn't going to cure the 7% isn't going to cure the hey they dropped back to 50% from the free throw line it that's not going to cure anything
1: well they, they were what were they last year uh, nationally in turnovers they they i think they were 5th in like in, in a good aspect yeah. of it now they're, they're like right. averaging 10 11 turnovers a
7: game yeah it's it's not, well that's cuz nobody wants to shoot so they're afraid and they're making the extra pass that doesn't seem to be going well or you're you're seeing guys who like just are frustrated and aren't c- controlling what do you think the ball well. It,
1: what do you think happens against Indiana? I don't want to say it, but I think Badgers lose by double digits.
7: At home, though, I...
1: dude, who's 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 the number one? Who's Oof. a number two?
7: Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> R.J.
2: What <laughs> but sums if, up? If,
7: if that's well, your thing, number two? Isn't they look like crap? No sure. number number one or number what, two. But Nelly,
0: I was gonna say R.J. What kind of sums up how you say everyone's scared to shoot? I think it was. Tyler Wall who's he's played some pretty good minutes as a true freshman mm-hmm. for the Badgers. He had like a breakaway dunk and he passed it. <laughs>
7: That's it's cuz he's a freshman he's got to earn hey, that. Hey it's it's
0: Norman it's Norman <laughs> Hey it's Norman Dale RJ pass it 3 times before you shoot or you ride the pines. All right, uh <laughs> give me the game day prediction uh tomorrow 16 and a half. Any is is it a two point is it keeping within the line or are you going to go rogue and say they can actually win this game?
7: Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to say they can, but I still think you know. Do it. Uh, do it. I I'd, I'd say Ohio State by thirteen. Unbelievable. Yeah, I'm, I feel. Yeah, bad. Badgers cover though. Yeah, they do. I I think they do RJ, cover this week, to me. And I don't think. J.K. Dobbins or Fields or whoever said it was correct last night on the round they table. They could not put more points. Last up night on him the round on table,
1: Bill day. Nagy says Badgers by two. He says his head and his heart both said Badgers by two. Good. I told Nagy during a commercial break, "I'm with
7: you, bro. Badgers by two I'd, tomorrow. I'd be so elated if that happens at tailgate. But, with Badgers by two. But I'm gonna go to the betting window, bet them to cover at least, and that way if they win. I still
0: have no
7: money that. Lines. Money hey.
0: line. We welcome in our friend, uh, Kent Sterling from CBS Sports Indianapolis. Uh, a couple things we wanted to uh, visit with you, uh, Kent, on today. Hey, good, good morning, morning Ken. buddy.
5: Morning. How you guys doing? Doing good, man. Love to have you on. Excited. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a pleasure to be in Madison. My nephew goes to school there, and he's a listener to you guys. So this is kind of makes me a big deal in the family for a couple hours. Hey, yeah. Kent,
1: does he ever bring you back any cheese or anything?
5: yeah we got all the cheese and uh on my way up to madison we stop at all the uh all the porn shops and have ourselves a big time (laughs) hey we we have we
0: have porn stars in here once a month once a month ken we did a show last week at a strip club and served turkey dinner you're going to get along great with this station (laughs) (laughs) perfect hey uh obviously one a couple things want to start obviously with the game tomorrow which is what you're in town for indiana wisconsin um, if people haven't been paying attention, you know, it, it was Michigan State getting all the preseason hype and and maybe, you know, some of the other top teams, Ohio State, highly ranked Maryland. But if folks haven't been watching, the Hoosiers, you guys are red hot, man. 8-0 and on the season. What's been the the big story here with this hot start for the Hoosiers?
5: Well, the reason for the 8-0, they played seven cupcakes before they uh, really kind of got the season underway the other night against Florida State at assembly hall and and that was a legitimate win and that was that was good basketball being played by an indiana team in a way that we haven't seen probably since 2015 but uh you know the, the november don't let wins over troy and louisiana tech and south dakota state folia indiana Indiana would win the Summit League. I don't know what they're going to do in the Big Ten, but they would win the Summit League. We found that out in November.
1: Well, Kent, let me ask you, you have Wisconsin losing to Richmond and New Mexico in the tournament <laughs> yeah. at the Barclays Center. Do you think Indiana could beat Richmond and New Mexico?
5: <laughs> That's a great question. I think we'd have a pretty good chance. I think, you know, if, if Indiana shoots it well, they're going to be really, really tough to deal with. And if they don't shoot it, I mean, basketball, we can complicate it if we want. But at the end of the day, you gotta put the ball in the bucket and you gotta have somebody who can rebound on the other end when the other guy's miss. And if you can do those two things, you can win basketball games.
0: Uh visiting with Ken Sterling, uh, CBS Sports Indianapolis. Talk about just the, the state of Indiana basketball, Ken. I mean, you think about the the greatness of all the titles with Bob Knight. Uh obviously Tom Crean let go, did have some success, but I mean it's it's been some some thin times. I mean you're talking three straight years of no March Madness for Indiana. How anxious, how just crazed is this Hoosier fan base getting uh, to get back into March Madness?
5: Well, this is a big year for Archie Miller. This is his third year, and and this is kind of nut-cutting time for Archie. If if they're not good this year, then people are going to start to turn a little bit. But right now, because of the recruiting, and, and I know you guys, Wisconsin loves to recruit, recruit Wisconsin in the Chicagoland area, and they're geographically... Like, there's a radius you guys really enjoy dealing with, and that's the case in Indiana. And the thing that really rubbed people the wrong way with Tom Crean is he stopped being able to recruit well in Indiana. He just wore, he wore out the high school coaches. He wore out the kids. The earlier he was on them, the less likely they were to commit. And that, at the end, was kind of the undoing of Tom Crean. With Archie Miller, it's sort of the opposite. The kids vibe with him. They like him indiana they like the brand of indiana now and so he's able to recruit guys in the state of indiana who are kind of top end players and so people are willing to be patient as long as the recruiting's good the recruiting the recruiting's been good so now it's kind of time to show yourself and flex some muscles. And and maybe bring back some of that Indiana swagger that really hadn't been around minus two thousand and two, wow. the last time they went to the Final Four, last time they went to an Elite Eight. That's crazy. You know it. it yeah, it's it's time for Indiana to you know be among the Big Ten's elite again. And uh, and fans are I you know what this can this can spin a couple of different ways. You go eight no, zero, and all of a sudden expectations get a little bit funky, and people get excited. And then, you know, if they go into January and they lose some games, people here are going to turn pretty quickly. But I think right now, you know, especially with Devontae Green playing the way he is, I think Indiana fans are stoked.
1: Hey, Ken, I'm looking at your Twitter account at Kent Sterling on Twitter here. You said, uh, of all the good basketball stories in Central Indiana this season, which is the best? You have hashtag go dogs, hashtag IU basketball, hashtag pacers, and hashtag boiler up for your poll. What one would uh, Kent Sterling choose?
5: Oh, I'd choose Indiana, and, and I have an affinity for all of them, actually. Uh, I, I think Butler's a terrific program. I love the culture of, of Purdue basketball, and I think Indiana, the Pacers, are the, kind of the one team in the NBA that plays starless and really generous basketball. They, they share the ball. They share the scoring load. So I have an affinity for all of them, but I think Indiana's got the chance to, to really kind of move up in class and all of a sudden be the story this season. Well, speaking
1: of the Pacers, how are you liking Malcolm Brogdon?
5: Oh, I love him. That, you know what? And, and I, I do, do like some speaking engagements in the area from time to time, and I talked to some guys earlier this week, and I told them that not only should they love him as a basketball player, but if he ran for office, and I mean any office, you would vote for that guy after spending five minutes the with him. The president, man. just yeah, absolutely. A high-quality human being, a terrific teammate, and, and if you want a reason why the, uh, the Pacers are 14-7 and seven with a game tonight against Detroit and a game tomorrow night against the Knicks, so looking at 16-7 and seven and kind of being a surprise, Malcolm Brogdon is a great place to start.
0: Hey, uh, Ken, I know it's kind of like two ships passing in the night. You're here, and a lot of us are there. Being an Indianapolis guy, what's the vibe in Indy for the Big Ten championship game? Uh, I see that it's overwhelmingly in the secondary ticket market. You know, 60% of Ohio State, it's like less than 5% of tickets are are being bought up by Badger fans. I mean, are you expecting, are you hearing boots on the ground that this is going to be like a de facto home game uh, for the Buckeyes? Do we have any shot in this game tomorrow night, Ken Sterling?
5: Well, those are two questions. I do think it's going to be a de facto home game for Ohio State. They like coming here, and this is a really easy place to get to. It's all interstate travel from all directions. So if you guys have been here for the Big Ten tournament in March or the Final Four when you guys were here in 2015, this is a really fun place despite kind of the reputation. You don't think, well, let's go to Indianapolis and have a great time. I mean, those words don't just kind of, (laughs) <laughs> roll off the roll off the tongue easily. But it's a great place for a sports-related weekend. The downtown is really compact. You can walk everywhere. Uh, Ohio State loves it here. They're here almost every year. They spend a lot of money here. We love them. It's going to be a great party. Where the game is concerned, you guys are going to have to play great defense. You guys are going to have to play better defense than we've seen uh, Wisconsin play this season, I think in order to stay in the game, what's the spread 16 and a half, yeah buddy. like that. And I think that's, that's a, that's a viable spread. I think that's right on the money. Hey, speaking
0: of about, uh, football in the big 10, uh, people maybe not paying attention because they're not in our, our division, but how, how a surprise of a year was it for IU football eight and four? Um, you know, you're, you're going obviously to a decent bowl game. Is Indiana football on the way back up?
5: It is, and this morning Tom Allen signed an extension, uh, seven years, $3.9 million per year is the average. So Tom Allen's getting paid for delivering eight wins and a chance to win a ninth. So this is how terrible Indiana has been historically. (laughs) Indiana has won nine games over the course of an entire season exactly twice, 1945 and 1967. And if they win a bowl game, they can do it for a third time. They haven't won eight games in a season in a quarter century. So these are uh, – and it, it, was, it was a little bit schedule-driven. i got to tell you, you know, they're not going to win. If they if they had to play, you know, it, the, the best of the Big Ten West, they would not have won eight games. They got to play, hey. you know, Nebraska and Northwestern. So, Ken, they yeah, don't, don't ask how. About.
1: They ask how many right now for your brother. Don't even think about the schedule. You got eight wins. <laughs> <laughs>
5: eight wins is eight wins. We Facts only, eight wins. Here. Well, yeah. uh, Kent, you, you brought
0: up, you know, uh, roadway porn shops. So I'll leave you with this. At Indianapolis is a great town because I'll tell you this story. I went there. I'm a big uh, wrestling guy, and the Olympic trials were in Indianapolis once at the RCA Dome. And I was in town with a bunch of wrestlers, and we got in a cab, and somebody in the cab said, we want to go to a gentleman's club. And the cab driver brought us to a place called Gary's Place, and it was a gay bar. And everyone looked around and said, what is going on here? And the cab driver, not of this country, said, yes, many gentlemen in this place. (laughs) He (laughs) he didn't understand what kind of gentleman's club uh, we were after, Kent. So we didn't go into Gary's Place. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but hey, Who's not about partying in Indianapolis, man?
5: Well, you know, (laughs) next time you're in town, give me a call, and I'll steer you towards the right right
0: direction. I would appreciate that. And I will say this. I will extend you the invite, Kent. September 5th, 2020, Wisconsin-Indiana opens up the season. We open up the regular season at Camp Randall. With the Hoosiers. Come party with you come, par- We have the number one rated pregame show in America for partying. Can you down, come baby. hang out with us? We'll show you the other half live.
5: I'm in. I'm done. In. You done. got What's it, buddy.
0: Done. See ya, buddy. Thank you, man. Thanks Ken. Have a good All weekend, right.
5: man. That's Thank a you. that
0: that's a true story, He's by in. the way. He's in. He's we, in. Yeah, this this uh, cab driver didn't speak a lick of English. Gary's place. We said we want to go to a gentleman's club. Oh, yes, yes. We pull up, there are a lot of dudes in line. Many
1: gentlemen. Many gentlemen here.
0: And then you never saw Miller the rest of the night. (laughs)
2: That is not true. (laughs) (laughs) Not that there's anything wrong with that.
1: Not that there's anything wrong with that.